My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the geekiest show alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the Fab International Studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. This is issue 36 of your weekly comic book radio show here on Fab Radio. And we've had a, I've had a bit of a problem. I was going to have a guest host, my friend Zach. I was going to have him on. And unfortunately, there was some technical issues with the studio. So I've had to record this at home and put put it all together, kind of cobble it together myself on Audacity. So I can only apologise if it isn't of the sound quality that you would expect, but I wanted to get a show out there anyway. And with that, I think it's time for the news. With the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson, you know that it is time for the news. And I've got some interesting stuff this week. I'm going to go straight ahead and steam in with the Twitter web number four. If you've seen this on Twitter, Marvel Entertainment, they tweeted a web, a spider's web with a number four, which got a huge load of speculation that they were going back to the original Spider-Man trilogy and doing a fourth one. And then they tweeted number three webbed as well. So that kind of put the scuppers on that. But we don't know what it is leading down to. At the time of recording, they got to number one. So at the time of recording, we're still waiting for what it is. But as far as I'm concerned, it's great marketing because it got people talking. So next week, I'll be able to go, well, it, it was a countdown to this. And... I don't even know what I want, but it's going to be something Spider-Man related, and that's going to be good, right? And that will have Fraser dancing all the way over in America as well. Next up, the the launch of Jessica Jones, which sees the final ever Netflix Marvel Universe, Defenderverse, whatever you want to call it, um, show on that platform. And it's... What makes me sad is it's clearly been treated as a massive low priority by Netflix. I, I, I didn't see any promotion at all. And for the other shows, it was, you know, splashed over the splashed over my Netflix as soon as I got in and stuff like that. They, they just wanted to get it out because they paid for it. And they, I don't think they care anymore. And that's very, very sad. Fess up time. I have not watched it yet because I'm still finishing Lucifer Series 4. And I'm loving that. Lucifer is magnificent. And they have launched Jessica Jones at the same time as an incredible number of shows that are right down my alley. Black Mirror and Designated Survivor as well have been launched. They're my kind of thing. So I'm going to try and get some Jessica Jones watch, but there's only a certain number of hours in the day. So I can't promise that I'm going to review that anytime soon. And the thing is, I might even savour it, as I know it's the last... Defenderverse uh, series that I'm ever going to see. I, I, I kind of... I hope it's good. And if it is, I'm going to want to savour it. 
So, can't promise. I'm glad it's happened. And who knows what's what the future holds for Marvel TV shows. But it ain't on Netflix. And this really is an end of an era. One thing that is good about Marvel Studios... I'm, and, you know, I've, I've said enough about how much I'm sad that the... Um, the, the Defenderverse is dead. But um, Marvel Studios have announced that they are going to San Diego Comic-Con. And they don't go every year. With Warner Brothers not turning up and doing their DC thing, it's it's Marvel being the big draw at San Diego Comic-Con. And just the possibilities of the kind of things that they could announce there. Because it's always used as a platform to launch big things, announce big things. We could have castings for Nova. We could have... A, um, a a definitive list of the next phase of MCU films and what we can expect and when, which would be amazing. We can... It could be X-Men, it could be Fantastic Four. The possibilities are endless. And it's a big deal that Marvel Studios are going to, to San Diego Comic-Con because, well, the, the, the mind boggles. The mind boggles what they could announce. Moving on to our next topic, we have got Todd McFarlane returning to Spawn for the historic issue 301. He's going to write and draw and do a short run, from what I've read, and it's, it's significant that it's 301 because it is a record breaker. It is the it will be the most issues of an indie comic ever. I mean, there are, obviously we know that there's a thousand detective comics, but for a non-Marvel, non-DC comic. Breaking over 300, it's never been done before, and Todd McFarlane is just sublime writing Spawn. So um, Spawn 301 is definitely going to be on pull or pass when it is launched. Headed back to some DC news... The full Pennyworth trailer was launched earlier this week, and from the start it gave you a very clear statement of intent with a inappropriate for younger audiences announcement. Couldn't approve more of this. That's brilliant. So I'm looking forward to Pennyworth. The teaser got me in, and this is a good-looking show. Nice and sinister. The kind of Batman take that I like, and I think... I think it's it's really interesting that they're taking a risk on on Alfred because Alfred is brilliant. He is often one of the very best elements of Batman. Can he stand on his own? From what I've seen, I think he can. The Michael Caine accent is a bit odd. Um, we we British people don't tend to talk like that, but but it, it didn't it didn't put me off. I just noticed that typical. America, <laughs> we all talk the same. We don't. We don't. I'm British and I don't sound anything like the Queen. So, um, I don't know. That if, if that's the only thing that I can find that makes me go, then I'm looking forward to it. And I'm look- I, I, I hope that it is a worldwide, worldwide launch for Pennyworth. I do not pirate things and I'm not a patient man. So I hate having to wait when I know that a show that I really have been looking forward to is available for our American friends, but there is no legal way for British people to to be able to watch it. It's 2019. Everybody knows what has been released. It is utterly ridiculous that 
big shows, shows that people will be invested in and care about, are not done on a worldwide launch. It needs to get better. And I really hope that I get to see Pennyworth at the same time as our American brothers, geek brothers, we'll call them. And talking about more footage, we have got extra footage coming on the end of Endgame. They're going to add... They've added the Spider-Man trailer, which is great, but that wasn't extra footage. But they're actually adding a post-credit scene from the 28th of June. And as cynical as it is, it is a, it's clearly a final attempt to knock off Avatar by making people who've seen the film go and see it again. And you know what? I want to see those post-credit scenes. I really want to see those post-credit scenes. So, I'm probably going to go and see Endgame one more time. And the final piece of news, it's related to that. It is a potential casting in the MCU. And I'm quite excited about this. Keanu Reeves is in talks to, to play a character in the MCU. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't so long ago. Well, okay, it was ten years ago. Where MCU didn't pick, didn't have the, the, the weight for superstars like Angelina Jolie and Keanu Reeves. to be a, th- th- They wouldn't have even entertained it. And now, it's great. And I can't wait for the next phase of Marvel. And... Keanu Reeves, he, you know, he was in the Matrix. He was, he was Bill, or was he Ted? He was Ted. He was Ted, and he's been John Wick and so many other things. He's one of the most famous actors in the world, and that's just—it makes you want to fan cast who he's going to be. But I'm not going to because the extra segments that I'm sticking in this week are two pre-recorded scenes, uh, two pre-recorded segments that Fraser and I did before he left for America. I'm going to play you the first two of our four fancast specials. Next up is the first of our two fancasts on this fancast special, and it is time for Fraser and I, past Fraser and I, to talk about Batman. It's back. We're doing some uh, fan casts. Woo-hoo. There's going to be a couple of these over the summer. There's going to be four. We planned four. Yeah. And and and, and I don't. For me, woohoo is not my response not, no, to no, fan cast. I really struggle with oh, this. It's <laughs> I, I agonise over it, and all the hot guys that I like are too old for <laughs> half of the characters that you give me. <laughs> That's a beautiful way of putting it. Well, we'd, we were talking about this because Fancast is very much a. We're sort of saying, like, gener- looking at it generationally because you, like, all the actors you would think of, um, like you said, would be too old. But also, like, I feel like. They're all about my age. Yeah, and, I always, and you can't have a 40 year old Robin. That would make <laughs> Batman 60. Yeah, it so. <laughs> it would look a bit bizarre. And, it's and considering Robert Patterson is like, what, 30? Yeah. You need like Someone a teenager, yeah, exactly. like 16, and as an absolute max. Down. And I also feel as well, it's like a millennial thing to fancast in a way, or like a more recent thing to fancast because of the internet. Yeah, I, I struggle with this a lot. But I have yeah. also spoiled our first fan cast by talking about yeah, Batman and Robin. It in, but yeah, so that with the news um, of Robert Patterson, um, well, we're recording this at the time when he's. 
he was announced to be Batman, but you know, some things can change. The Batman movie might not be happening anymore. It might. Be. Uh, who knows? We don't it's know DC, it isn't it? DC. Um, we we recorded this universe. the week before Fraser left, so, so um, who knows where this? Yeah, we 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 could have George Clooney back as Batman. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's a, there's a theory that um, Batman v Superman isn't actually the V in the middle isn't V. It's actually a symbol for five, and that that's part of the universe before you know the George Clooney uh, Good grief! That would just. <laughs> it's a, it's the DC one universe is a mess to the point where they've got a Joker film that's not not related, uh, and well, it's not got Batman in. Well, I mean, that's, that's another we're conversation. We're, yeah, we're going. So this Batman fan cast that we're doing is for yeah, it's for Robert Pattinson's and Matt Reeves, the Batman. Um, we've also um, I've got a few things to just throw in there but I'll throw in there towards the end just well you this, gave me it, a list which is what I went for couple, I just yeah. can't I can't do this I'm really bad at it There's and we've got four of these and half of them have got the same actors on and some of <laughs> yeah have you repeated re- <laughs> I have repeated, repeated quite yeah. a lot but remember some are DC some are Marvel so that's okay so, yeah, you've it's made, just when I've you, done two Marvels you've made, the same guy you've made some of some actors uh, very busy and yeah very, yeah <laughs> some, some hot guys I think it's one of them as well like with this Batman one it's an interesting one to start off with because we almost have to pick the fan cast but also pick what they're doing in this film because Matt Reeves it seems to be like a prequel to the Batman an early a younger Batman but it's still the Ben Affleck Batman I'm thinking so is it if, actually Batfleck we don't actually yeah. know do we no I think we do I think it's we've said but then again so is it going to be like set in that. the 90s or the late or the early thousands yeah, maybe then yeah that would be Mark cool Patterson's it worked really maybe. well for Captain so, Marvel didn't yeah, it yeah so I think that's what we're gonna bear in, we'll put that in mind but we'll also I'm gonna throw a curveball into the thing, but that's towards the end. But let's start with. Uh, I know, I know you've probably with, I've probably I've cast got, the entire Batman yeah, I've got, universe. I've got quite a few characters. But I, I, I've got go Joker, Riddler, Penguin, Two Face, Catwoman, Batgirl, and Jim Gordon. Have you got much more than that? Uh, I think I've got a, a couple more villains and stuff. But we'll right, s- we'll start with your list, and then I'll. Okay. Well, Joker. Yes. There's a question mark on Jared Leto. Yeah, is naturally. he still going to be around? So it might just be him, it, you know. It's also one of them we've seen him go against Ben Affleck's Batman, and if be- Ben Affleck's Batman's going to be younger, is that Joker going to be younger as well? And or it could just be that there were two Jokers. There's yeah. no reason why well, that's he can't kill this the the Joker that we cast. Yeah, and then and Jared Leto's his son like or something. Or something. There is that. Um, because there's the three Jokers theory in um, the, in comics now that there's like this free Batman found out there were three Jokers, so they could lean towards that. There's, there was also when Jared Leto's character came out of Joker that they were like, oh, this is Jason Todd turning into Joker, and there was a big theory about that. That's interesting. Um, and that could, I mean, the thing is, we've seen so little of Leto's Joker that, that it could be they can, they can actually play anything, with that. Anything and or nothing at all. Well, it's to not going to be Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix is not going to be him at all. That's a separate separate universe universe, for for sure. So, assuming that this is a first Joker and that Jared Leto is a son of Joker or an alternative Joker, I went for Tom Ellis. Oh, nice, nice. Because he's gorgeous. (laughs) Right. 
But bear with me, I, I know I go for hot guys, but because he's gorgeous, but have you seen the way he smirks in Lucifer? He's got like yeah, a nasty, nasty smile. To him. And I think um, that's a big thing with the Joker, isn't it? It's that smile. Like we said, when we did our trailer reaction, we both creeped out a we bit. We did the Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix one. Smile. But I, th- and I, think to- I think Tom Ellis has shown us that he, you know, he started off in Miranda, which was limited British sitcom where you just have oh, to be yeah, cute and awkward interest, he? yeah, yeah. but he's oh, played good, yeah. different stuff and he's he's a hot actor right now not not as in attractive but yeah. hot hot you know like would you say both yes both I would say both both yeah. kinds of hot and I think he's handsome enough that he could pull off the tortured I'm so beautiful Oh my goodness! I've turned into the Joker. Yeah. Twisted. I, I Twisted think. I think dark. he could do that. Especially if they dip into the origin of him falling into the thing. Mm. That sort of. And I, and I, I know you look at what people are predicting and on the internet. I've deliberately avoided that. So all of mine are so basically sure. things out of my own mind without influence of anything else. Who yeah. did you pick for the Joker? Uh, well, interesting. Oh, I'm going to stop saying that because I keep saying interesting, and I've just started trucking myself on it. You can have like a drinking game anytime I say it. But I've gone for someone who's already played a scary clown type character. Go on. Bill uh, Skarsgård, Skarsgård, whatever. Skarsgård. He plays uh, Pennywise in the recent It films. Uh, okay. So clown for clown, that would make sense. And it's, you know, he's quite scary, is it? He is quite scary. Because I can't watch those films. They're far too scary. Have you seen trip. it? No, it's I've a great seen film. the first one. It's, you've seen the first yeah, It film? like a group of friends put it on Mate. Bridge, like at a house party. It was one of the scariest things in my life. The, 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 the old the old one or the yeah, co- oh, okay. Curry. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to if you want to go and see um, it, nah, I'll, I'll stick it on. We'll right. watch it. I'm all right. I'd rather see him as the Joker. Okay, that would be, that would be scary. Right. Enough, let, 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 let's watch it sometime. Nah, Great, film. But yeah. But I think he'd be really good. Joker, like that trip from Pennywise to Joker just seems like a natural fit, and I imagine it's a bit, it like, I always sort of, sometimes I'll go for my, like, I'll go for my own thing, and if I'm really struggling, I'll go to the internet, but I always sort of go to the internet for reassurance, like if someone else has suggested it, or like if there's an image of it, mm. and then it sort of helps more, but with this, I think the image that really helps it was... Oh, he's Pennywise, so it's a natural yeah. thing to sort of go from. Oh, fair enough. From there. Um, what character do you want to touch upon next? Should we talk about Riddler? Riddler, yeah, let's go for it. Well, Riddler, in my head, the, and um, Gotham got this quite right. Yeah. Um, deceptively attractive nerdy guy that yeah, yeah. goes insane. So... Yeah, Gotham did it really well, the first yeah. season. Yeah. And, and I think, um, I, I, I don't... Even I went for Orlando Bloom. Oh yeah, because he's beautiful. But I think he could play nerdy. Yeah, and I think he could play nerdy and then go manic. And then go a bit. And yeah, and, and he's it, not it, it, so much these days as well with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, we no, I haven't seen Orlando Bloom for a while, and he's pretty. Yeah, so, so I want, I want to see some Orlando. How about you? I've gone for um, so one of my favourite. Um, Performances, I think, in Batman is Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and I've always mm. enjoyed always enjoyed Jim Carrey's work. Um, just naturally, I think he's incredible. But I've gone for sort of a similar sort of vibe to Jim Carrey, so like a comedian who can pull off the wacky voices and stuff like that, okay. but also can turn quite dark. Yeah, and I've gone for John Mulaney. 
um, the guy who voiced uh, Spider Ham, and you'll see. Oh, okay. He's done a lot of Saturday Night Live stuff, and he's he's more of a comedian. Um, yeah, I quite like that. Than an actor, but I think he'd be quite good as the Riddler, like joking stuff like that. One of the pit. Picks I had for the longest time was Neil Patrick Harris. I think he would be really good as yeah, a Oh, yeah, that's true. But with this younger sort of. He would have been good with opposed to Ben Affleck's Batman, where I feel like John Mulaney's a bit bit younger with it. So it's. Um, I only say that because some of my villains are quite. Uh, that I've cast are older than Bruce. what uh, Bruce Wayne would be. So I'm trying to keep it, you know, balanced. Some that are old. Some yeah, that yeah. Old and some that are. Some like what. Looking into ba- like Batman, looking into his future, and some that are like, you know, you're in the same age. Length. And he seems John Mulaney seems like he's the same age as. Yeah, uh, I think that's. I think that's a nice little cast, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I'm glad you like. You're doing well, and I'm not sure I am, but I'm, I'm no, quite I'm, pleased. I'm liking. Yeah, I'm quite pleased with my penguin. And it's all sort of like opinion based as well. Yeah. Isn't it? So, oh, let's hear your penguin. Then. My penguin is a little bit of a nod, but I also think he's a brilliant actor. Yeah. Uh, I've picked Michael Keaton. Uh, Which I think would be great, kind of like bring it full circle, he's older now, play the penguin, and (laughs) yeah, I I think Michael Keaton would, I think he'd be brilliant, and I think with with the right makeup and the right big nose, and I just, yeah, and I like like the nod to the very first Batman. Well, we'll go back to that, because I've got, that's my sort of off-kilter thing I'm thinking. Um, for Penguin, because um, Jack Black and Josh Gad both seemed really keen on being Penguin, but I've yeah, you've for, talked about Josh Gad before. I yeah, think. yeah, and I've actually I've decided to go for Josh Gad for a different character for a kind of funny purpose, um, but I've sort of ignored either one of them, and I've gone for. Um, I'm apologies, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but I, I'll tell him where he's from. So Alfred uh, Molina, Molina, yeah. the guy who played Doctor Octopus, played Dr. Octopus. Alfred Molina, yeah. yeah, Alfred Molina from. Uh, he I was really good as Doctor Octopus because I put Doc Ock. Like I was like, yeah, him as Penguin would be sick because there was you know some speculation a while back that he would play it for and I've always had it in my head of him as Penguin and that sort of it's one of them as well he would have been perfect for the Ben Affleck aged um, Penguin but then I couldn't think of a younger Penguin at the time like the Penguin's been played really well on the Gotham TV yeah he was very good in that finding someone like that but then Alfred and yeah this guy's I was just I just just had Doc Ock in my brain then I was like he can be the Penguin because you know it can like they don't all have to be the same age as Batman. Some can be older, and, and that can almost be like Batman looking into his future. Like, mm. if I let money corrupt me too much, that's what I become. Yeah, something like that. Because the rest of my, like, my Joke is quite young, and then yeah, Riddler's quite young. My Two Face is older, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm also quite pleased with my Two Face actually. Two Face. So, um, James McAvoy. Uh, Having nice. seen yeah. him in. Um, uh, not switch. What's it called? The oh split. Split. Having yeah. seen him in Split, and the fact that he, he can contort his face, oh, I think no, he'd. That's really. I good. think he'd be really good the for Two Face because oh, he. Oh no, that's a. I'd, that's I'd a prefer someone who can do that with their face rather than relying on CGI. Actually, having and I think I think that that. Of all the 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 modern actors, yeah, him. That's did. he's noticeably. Amazing at that sort of thing, and I think I think 
James McAvoy would be brilliant because he, yeah, it'd be perfect as well because he, you're convincing me more. I think you ch- might change my choice to yours. And Mate, I agonised over these. I spent hours. <laughs> you sent me these lists of characters and I went, oh, there's so many characters. Yeah. I was all over the internet. I've, I, I think, like, famous um, actors will probably think I'm stalking, stalking them all. Yeah, yeah, you've had to search all these. It is those things with fan casting it because you have to search what they've been in and, like, mm. their work. Um, we probably put too much de- thought into it. Then I know, for obviously. like a 20-minute segment. It's fun to do. So long. It it's was, it was. And then it, goes, it goes into your brain, though, and then you get all this creative thing going. But I do like that idea of like James McElvoy changing his face before he become, before he even comes to your face, so you yep. start to see it happen. Yeah, and I think and then when he, he could give the part some real dignity and some real... Some, oh, some darkness and whenever someone asks me for my two face now it is going to be James McAvoy oh what did you have though I had um, so for the longest time I was thinking because um, Billy D. Williams played two face um, a while back in like the first um, Batman film mm. and I was thinking ah oh, maybe you know Donald Glover's done Lando so well maybe do two face well and then I was like and I was like, oh, I don't, it, it's you do like your Donald Glover yeah and it's fallen into a slippery trap then of having you know, because people were saying, like, Chris Pratt's a new Harrison Ford, so they were, they were offering to give... People were saying, oh, casting Chris Pratt as, like, Indiana Jones and just saying... But you, they've got to be their own sort of actor in a way. So I've gone for mm. someone else. And I've gone for someone who I was convinced was already Two-Faced. And I've gone for Guy Pearce. Oh, um, I like Guy Pearce. He's hot. Because I was thinking of that, you know, Memento, that sort yeah. of similar fri- mind frame of your own, that... It, ability to be able to switch from one yep. to the other, um, and he was quite good as the uh, well in Iron Man Three. I did enjoy him in that, and sort of yeah, I can just see him doing that switch. But then well, as soon as you said James McAvoy, I'm like, oh, he does that switch incredibly well. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, guy, yeah, guy Pierce would be, and it's he's another one as well as um, Alfred, the guy who played. Um, this is so weird saying Alfred because I mean. The actor from a penguin, Alfred Molina. Yeah, um, them two. I sort of think. Oh, I haven't w- cast an Alfred. I think they would be my older ones. See, this is my thing. So with Alfred and a bit with Jim Gordon, I was thinking maybe just de-age who they've already got because they've got Jeremy Irons, dyes hair black. You won't be able to tell that he's. Yeah, a that. Bit uh, yeah, so they've all. I guess they already have got them, and you could. You can. It's easily more easily done now. De-aging people. Yeah, with Jim Gordon as well. I found it really difficult. I don't think I've actually. No, I don't think I've actually got a Jim Gordon. Because Who's I, the current Jim Gordon? Or did we not? It's we didn't, uh, did we J.K. See? Simmons. So can, we saw him briefly, and you can de-age J.K. Simmons. I don't mm. think that because. He had a hat on, so maybe just... I'll be honest, I'd forgotten we'd already got a Gordon. Yeah. Because I did cast a Gordon, and... No, I'd be interested to hear who you got, because my mind just went blank. Well, I cast Jim Gordon and Batgirl together, because obviously she's his daughter. And I cast a father and daughter. So I was was looking at, um, you know... uh, Actors whose daughters are actors. Yeah, yeah. So I went for the simple reason he's fit. I just oh he's he's one of the sexiest men in the world. I went for Kiefer Sutherland for yeah. Jim Gordon, and therefore his daughter Sarah Sutherland for Batgirl. Oh, nice! That's a good combination. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. Oh, he's so beautiful, and that voice, man. And the, the thing, the thing I was getting worked up with though with Jim Gordon was I was like, 
He's got to look like Jim Gordon, but he's also got to look like J.K. Simmons, like, growing up. I don't but, think he looks like J.K. But yours, yours makes sense, like, if they just... I think I've just they, recast no, yeah, him completely. If they, if they, I'd, f- I'd forgotten that we which, already yeah, had a Jim you know, Gordon. Which happen. Uh, my Batgirl, I've gone for um, someone who's quite local, actually. She's from Oldham, um, Olivia Cook. And this is someone who I've cast twice. Um, <laughs> Getting a work. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a bit of a crush she, on her. She was in. No, I just think she was really good in because I got the whole redhead in my head when it came mm. to um, thingy. I also thought Rosie um, Dawson would have been good because she voiced um, she voiced Batgirl. Rosaria in, Dawson's very attractive woman. She's yeah, older than you think she is. But then that that was the thing that sort of put me down of the age the age thing, especially because she can't really be older than Batman because. Batgirl most of the time looks up to fingers. Yeah, like she's one. yeah, she's she's kind of like almost implicitly between yeah. the ages of Batman and and Robin. Yeah. So she, if if Batman's thirty, she needs to be twenty five, yeah, tw- twenty two, twenty five. Like she can either like <coughs> in the comics and other media, she's had a relationship with Robin, but she's also had a relationship with Batman, which was weird. That's not weird. My partner's ten years younger than me. No, not that. It's just the way that she looked up to him, and it felt. You know how they talk about the Bat family. Yeah. Felt a bit. It didn't feel like the age difference was weird. It felt just a bit in not incestuous, but like, oh come on, like you're a father figure. And then, for me anyway. Um, but yeah, Olivia Cook. She well, done some. A she lot did of people fall in love with their father figures. She did. That's some, not unusual. She did some great um, stuff with recently with uh, Ready Player One. She was yes. the um, lead in that as well. So I think it would be cool to see her get more work. And also, you know, local Oldham. That's in Manchester. Like true. It would be cool to see, and I think she'd do well in that. Because the last one I've got was Catwoman, and yeah. and I, I, I agonised over this one because Catwoman has has been mixed race, and then hasn't been mixed race, and then has yeah. been mixed race again, and then hasn't been mixed race. And I went for a white chick. I'm sorry. I went for a white chick because she's hot, and I I actually genuinely think she'd make a very good Catwoman. Yeah, and she's red hot at the moment. She's been red hot since the Fifth Element. Uh, I'm going for Mila Jovovich. Okay, nice, nice. I think she's got the kind. I think she's got the build and the. I, I just think she'd she'd look hot in a cat suit, basically. <laughs> basically, she's and that's what you need for Catwoman. She's a good actor. Yeah. Who would look hot in a cat suit? Yeah. It was my, my choice was as simple as that. Oh no, that's that's fair enough uh, for Catwoman. <laughs> so so there was a lot of um. I was for this. I sort of almost did a joking thing because I was like, oh, we've got Robin Patterson as um. No, oh, here so we go. Like, Let's go for the full Twilight thing. Let's have Kristen Stewart as Catwoman. But then I saw it was funny because on Facebook, Kristen Stewart's fans have been petitioning for her to be Catwoman. Oh, of course. So they I have. don't want that anymore. And instead, still it she's still in Twilight, but I feel like there'd be better chemistry. Like because apparently, um, Kristen Stewart and Robin Patterson they did go out for a bit, but then she cheated on him in Ooh. real life. So that would, I don't need that. I don't need that kind of negative scene that, you know, it's the DC universe, we need it to be sort of fixing and stuff like that. But then an actress, I think, who I was joking at first, because, oh, she was also in um, Twilight. But then I was like, oh, no, wait, she'd actually be really good as Catwoman, is Anna Kendrick. Okay. She's been doing a lot of more, like, obviously she's known for, like, Pitch Perfect and sort of the comedic stuff. Yeah. But she's also been doing really dark stuff as well, and it would be cool to see her as Catwoman. She's reminds me almost as, uh, um, like, um... 
Oh, wasn't Sandra Bullock? What's the? Oh, what's Sandra the Bullock's a bit old to Not play Sandra Catwoman. Bullock. No, the one who played Catwoman in um, Eartha Kitt. No, in the Nolan trilogy. Eartha Kitt. No. Oh, Eartha Kitt. If she was still here, I'd want her to play Catwoman. No, I'm always confusing her with... um, I'm constantly confusing her with Sandra Bullock, even though she's not Sandra Bullock. Um, I'm I'm not going to be helpful. I've got nothing but Eartha Kitt going on in my head right now. I love Eartha Kitt. She was... I mean, and and I know the uh, the, the classic Batman was campy, but Eartha Kitt was brilliant. Yeah. There's no, there's no one like Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, like Anna Kendrick's got that sort of similar vibe to, um, to it. So yeah, yeah, she's like, pretty. I could see his Catwoman. I could see a, I could see her with Robert Pattinson as well, doing something quite, quite good. Do you want to hear some of my jokey ones as well? Yeah, go on. So Josh Gad, who I mentioned before, like I don't really see him. as... I Penguin. think he probably is going to end up as the Riddler. Josh Gad, you yeah. mean Penguin? Oh, sorry, yeah, Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, excuse me, Penguin. I've got him as Mr. Freeze because he's um, the snowman Olaf in Frozen. Right, so okay. that would be quite funny. Right. Um, That's probably not going to happen. Now, my Robin, I've got I've got him as Jason Todd because we saw that we saw Jason Todd's suit in Batman v Superman Joker being haha uh, jokes on you and he, like, it's insinuate that he killed okay. uh, Robin. Now, this guy I had down as, like... Um, as Damien Wayne, because Damien Wayne's, you know... You don't like your Damien Wayne. I don't like Damien Wayne, but it's that thing of, like, it's a child who thinks he's an adult, and we've seen that pe- done perfect by number five from Umbrella Academy, so Adrian Gallagher, who plays number five. Okay. I think he'd be a really good Damien Wayne, but Jason Todd would be the one that we'd probably see in this film, and I can also see him as Jason Todd, because Jason Todd's got that similar thing of he thinks he's an adult when he's not. Yeah. And it would be cool. Just seeing him as Robin um, in some format... Now, this sort of leads on to my... Um, Did you have someone for Dick Grayson or not? Um, no, not really, because there's too many... You type in Dick Grayson, fine cast, you don't want it. You're going to get absolutely... True. Sort of thing. I would be interested to see sort of a more, like, a Asian um, actor take on Dick Grayson. Okay. Or, like, you know, someone who's more, like, into martial arts. But it's, it'd be cool to get, like, a gymnast as well, like, someone who's quite good with gymnastics. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the guy they got for the TV series was quite good. But yeah, I, he was. I think with this universe, I think we would have been past Dick Grayson. So the Robin, the Robin we would have saw would be Jason Todd. But we might see Nightwing maybe on. And the thing is as That's well, interesting. they could do a whole thing of... This is again leading to what I'm going... Another, the curveball. But they could do that Robin Patterson... This could be present day. And Robert Patterson is actually Dick Grayson becoming Batman. Oh, okay. Like they could go if they go for that twist. I won't mind that as well. well that's interesting. Um, another one I've got though is that this is a Batman instead of being, you know, a prequel. It's a Batman Beyond film, and you have uh, Robert Pattinson doing the Batman Beyond character. Okay. And the Batman, and then um, get Michael Keaton back to be Bruce Wayne Batman. Good grief! That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That's an interesting idea. I don't think we'll be getting well, Michael Keaton back. I, I, I mean, it, it, the, the whole thing is this is fantasy. I, yeah, I don't think Michael Ke- Ke- Keaton will be interested in being the Penguin See, in reality. I think Michael Keaton <coughs> would be interested to go back. Would be interested to go back into it. It's whether or not they would do it because you know he's delved back into like the Vulture and stuff like that, and he's gone into other stuff. So it could. There's potential there. I feel like and. I don't know if Matt, there was someone talking about. Oh no. So, 
there was this review for Detective Pikachu, and it was hilarious because they mentioned how Bill Niley um, has managed to convince everyone that he's a serious British a- British actor, but he just does all these character pieces. <laughs> yeah, he does. And it's like quite he- funny, and I think that uh, almost. Michael Keaton's done the same. Yeah, um, yeah. Sees him as this super serious actor. He's like, wait, he was Beetlejuice. Then he was, uh, <laughs> he was Batman. He was. Uh, so he managed to sneak his way in. And even Birdman, which was a very iconic thing, it was mm. like he's a bit bizarre in that as well. Mm. And it's, well, it's almost a commentary in his own career in it. That true uh, film. Did you have a Robin? Sorry, I might. Have. I didn't have a Robin. No, because you gave me a list of characters, and but I like like I say, I, I've I've got. You gave me a list of four franchises and like six or eight characters for each one, and I was just like, "Oh, my brain hurts." Yeah, no, there are some. I, I don't know why I didn't cast a Robin, um, and I, I just can't do this off the cuff. So I got nothing, no, I'm afraid. Fair. And it might be as well that this Bruce Wayne's quite young, so he might not have a Robin to start mm. off with. And the Robin that they do cast in the in the future might not even be alive yet, or might not even be acting yet. True, it might be a wee baby. True. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's our Batman fancast anyway. But if we want to hear your fellow, you fellow geeks and your fancast, um, yeah, guys, girls, geeks of all kinds. So who would you have in the Batman um, film? You can even if you want to recast Batman again, feel free to do that. But let us know. You can pick the ca- same characters we've done, or if you've got more, feel free. If you've got less, don't worry about it. Just, Just put tell us any, what you see. Yeah, any, any and all. Maybe even if you've got a different storyline, like you want to fully delve into Batman Beyond, or you want to do Dick Grayson as Batman, or you've got another Batman story that you mm. could do. Um, chat to us. Yeah. We'll chat back. We've got a Facebook discussion group, and we've got a Twitter to keep the conversation rolling about Indeed. this. Uh, get the fanfare still. Bum, 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 bum. Well, that was that was number one of our four summer fan casts. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Batman's sorted. We've planned it all. <laughs> Maybe. And now it is time for our second fan cast segment of the show, where Fraser and I will carry on casting, casting who we want in roles in the future of future films featured featuring comic book characters and it's um it's sinister six this time we've got six different spider-man baddies to cast take it away past fraser and past mark bum, 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 bum. it's another fan cast one of our four special fan casts. Exactly. And we've already done Batman, and I struggled with that. We, <laughs> so we've got four over the summer. We and have. Another thing coming out over the summer is Spider-Man Far From Home. So we thought, why not fan cast the Sinister Six? With some already sort of appearing in the MCU, so um, I don't know about you. I've kept those ones who've already been cast. Well, I, as a thing, and I've gone we, with this as well. Yeah, well, I went for you, the classic Sinister Six, yeah. so I only actually had to f- fan cast four of them because I'm keeping Michael Keaton as the vulture. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about um, we'll talk about Sandman in a bit, but um, yeah, I'm keeping Michael Keaton as the the vulture. And I know Scorpion wasn't one of the original. Uh, Sinister Six, but we've got Michael Mando as him as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so leave vu- leave uh, Vulture and Scorpion alone. Because so the, I've got five to cast. This was interesting when we went to um, uh, when we were talking about doing this. Sorry, were, four to cast. Jake Gillen is Mysterio. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. You were like, um, oh, which um, Sinister Six are we doing? I was like, oh no, that'll be part of the choice as well. I was like, no, 
tell me to find six. Yeah, I was really stupid. I always forget how much. Uh, like I was like, oh yeah, Mark's not really like Mark anti is like quite anxious with the um, fan cast because it, it can be a very I just find it or it, it can be an ordeal. Um, and I'll be honest, over the four that we've done, I have used the same actor a few a times. Of times. So what I've done is I've I've looked I've sort of fan cast obviously because it's Spiderman, I absolutely adore it. I fan cast a lot of different characters, and I'm mm. thinking um, because I think most of my Sinister Six that I would pick. Already in the MCU. So yeah, so we, we'll leave Mysterio as Jake, yeah, and we'll leave Vulture as Michael Keaton, Vulture. and we'll leave Scorpion as Michael Mando. That left me with four of the original Sinister Six to cast. Who else have you cast yeah, as well? well there's a couple uh, I've cast. Let's go down the list. I've cast Doc Ock, I've cast Green Goblin, I've cast Electro, I've cast Craven the Hunter. I've put a casting in for Mr. Negative. Uh, Mr. Sandman, Negative? That's a bit obscure. Rhino, Lizard, and done two sort of fan castings for Hobgoblin. But the thing with, um, with my sort of thing was, I was thinking of. Because the Sinister Six, if I'm, like the Avengers, have had so many different characters within it. Yeah. So I thought, right, I'll put a fan casting for him, and then through my fan casting, then I'll pick my six. Oh, um, uh, okay. Because what it might be, it might be like just a thing of actually see more of um, more of the ones we've already seen. Like I, my Sinister Six probably would have Mysterio in Vulture, and um, who else are the Scorpion they've shown? So there's like. You know, there's three more left, but we've also seen uh, right. the Tinkerer, we've seen Shocker in there as well. Yeah, we have seen and Shocker. we've seen Prowler, so technically we could have already seen a Sinister Six, but I doubt. Yeah, uh, but what I, I don't team. want them to rush the Sinister Six. No. I want to see the Sinister Six in maybe two or three films' time. Yeah, because cool um, against this new Avengers, like they use the yeah. Sinister Six. Or by, or by by the time we get to the Sinister Six, we could have Miles in the MCU yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. There's different um, ways, and you know, he'll have a team of some sort anyway. Should we do what we did the last time with Batman and we'll go through the ones that we've both got and then you can have a little yeah. bit of a chat. Yeah. So course. classic Sinister Six, Doctor Octopus. I loved Alfred Molina in that role. Oh yeah, incredible. It was that sort of and balance th- of you felt empathy for him, you felt sorry for yeah. him. It was that you saw when he turned, it was and it I thought heart. I thought Doctor Octopus is significantly older than Spider Man is yeah. a dynamic that worked. And it's one So of I've it, kept with that with it's my choice. That thing of like the way they're doing it in the MCU now. I feel like a lot of these that I've cast are people he can see it as a new role model because obviously Tony Stark was his role model he passed yes, away. So that's interesting. And I think a lot of his villains now are going to be role models he's looks looks up to to a certain point but then they turn on him and that's going to be his damaging story all the way through because Tony's sort of his Uncle Ben now. Right, like yeah, of course. Figure, and he's looking to almost replace Tony because in the latest Far From Home, it looks like Mysterio could be the new mentor and yeah. it doesn't work out for him. Um, so I think a lot of my villains have gone with that and I think it's like the Doc Ock storyline in the Spider-Man game was great because it was that whole thing again of a mentor who turns and you hate yeah. to see him turn. Um, and he's sort of like Doc Ock has been the leader of the Sinister Six as well so yeah. it'll be interesting to see who we pick as our leaders as well well uh, again I'm going for classic so Doc Ock is my yeah. leader but I went for Anthony Head as my choice ah ok nice nice a, a, an attractive man who can play bookish and intelligent yeah and I think he, he I think he would give a real dignity to the role of Doctor Octopus and he's got those acting chops that would give the part something strong a depth, for yeah. me. It, rather than just, oh, it's, a, it's the guy with the arms. It's, you know, it's 
you get yeah you get behind the character behind the and house. you know I'm a massive fan of Buffy and, yeah. um, and, and Anthony Head's hot so it would be a nice little uh, throwback mm. so the Doc Hawk I've gone for again for a sort of similar thing is I'd love to to I think this guy's proved he's got the acting chops and the geeky chops you know he's a geek um, geek icon to be honest and he has shown that he can do the the hero that's fallen down or he can play the completely psychotic villain and I've gone for Mark Hamill oh, as okay. and I think that would be really cool like seeing him as Peter's leading all, all of seeing like oh it's Mark it's lovable Mark Hamill and seeing him turn into the psychotic almost so, you, like so you've given happen. you've gone for a similar vibe to me an older guy that, yeah, yeah that Peter can look up to and yeah. then when he falls down because I thought it was great seeing Luke's change in the last Jedi where he's like you know he does go to that dark place and seeing that oh, him almost turn mm. and I think he plays that really well and it's, he's played that all the way throughout Star Wars but he's uh, yeah and I say like like I say he's a geek icon he's been in so many comic book based stuff and he's going to be in more in the future yeah. and there has been talks about him he's been talking with Marvel about stuff and it would be really cool to see him in this. And that would be really nice cool. Spider-Man touch. I almost had him down as my Hobgoblin because he did voice the Hobgoblin. Right. I almost had him down as Green Goblin as well because I thought he would, you know, him doing that Joker impression. But I feel like, um, I feel like having that, seeing the nice side of Mark Hamill as yeah. well as the dark is important. And he could definitely do that. Yeah. So almost going for, I want to see both sides of Mark Hamill in Doc Ock. And yeah. Both sides of Doc Ock. So I think that would be yeah smooth exciting who have you got for Electro Electro oh you'll like this because um, well the last time we saw Electro was Jamie Foxx and he was a, it he was, was an okay. interesting take but I didn't, I didn't like it I liked the fanboy like he was a Spider-Man fanboy and it's sort of yeah but that's it was too far away from the comics for me on Electro yeah. but, but hey I've gone for Aaron Paul from Breaking uh, Bad okay fame. yeah I think he could play that you know um just losing it because he loses it quite a bit in Thingy. He loses it because he's taking like meth and stuff like that. But you know, electricity could be the same. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Counterbalance. And again, it's that thing of Aaron Paul's older than our Spider-Man Tom Holland, but he's not too old where we yeah. could, you could repeat and use him quite a bit. Yep. Um, who did you go for? Tom Ellis. And that's, uh, that's my first yeah, repeat. Yeah, yeah. And um, that other than, I, I guess I looked at um, the what Electro looks like in the comics and y- you're not going to have the crazy electric face. No, no. But he's kind of like quite slim faced and quite handsome yeah. and I think that's that really was all I had and I, and I just fancy Tom Ellis Tom to be honest with yeah. It's nice. It's, some people do have that though. They'll have their go-to actors for stuff. Because, yeah. You know, it's a lot of people always go for, you know those two from Supernatural or whatever? They're, yes. They're yes. almost in everything and it's Neither like, of those are do as Electro. I, I, I have to admit I wasn't inspired I for, for a choice they for ne- Electro really. Yeah, they never, they always have them as like, you know, if someone's like, oh, it could be Robin, it's always them two or you could be Green. Like, they always go for the big cat and I'm like, oh. but I think, yeah, um, I'm happy with both actors, definitely with that. Because mm. like, um, Electro is a tough one. Cause Electro like, is one I struggled with, I'll be honest. Because when Jamie Foxx got cast, I was like, wow, that's a strong actor to play such a yeah. lo- not low level um, Spider Man character, but not as well known as your other ones. And I would have mm. thought Jamie Foxx would have gone for a bigger one, but it was, it was kind of cool. Um, which is why it'd be cool to see. I think we've got the right level of actor to play Electro. Like, yeah. Um, not too big A lister, but also like one people would know so you yeah. sort of people would care about the character next up is Craven the Hunter 
Oh, nice. And I, I, I can't emphasise enough that I want to see a Craven film before yeah. I see a rushed Craven in a Sinister Six. Well, they do. I, I, I'm casting for. For Craven the Hunter, uh, Spider-Man colon Craven the Hunter, yeah. and then Sinister Six oh, so later on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not interested. Do you want to see him a, a, a ten-minute intro? Yeah. At the start of a film where they mash all the six in yeah. into one. I want a full Craven film right. before we see him okay. in the Sinister when you Six. Said, when you said that, I thought you meant like a Craven solo film because Sony are apparently working on that, and I kind of don't want to see that. Oh, uh, that's a shame because it means we may not see him, see in, him the in the MCU. That's my fear. So that's why. I when I put Craven the Hunter, I was like, "Oh, he's a bit. He's a s- definitely solid, maybe." So why would we not cast Venom? Right, of course. Venom we we can't it. cast Venom. We no. know we can't have. Yeah, Venom. Um, but I wouldn't mind maybe see. Like if they were to work out a deal, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Tom Hardy's Venom in uh, the MCU. I just don't see it happening. No, I don't see it um, happening. I think I think the, the the deal is good, and uh, we don't quite know who's going to have whom and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. So the classic Sinister Six. We won't see in the Venom, because no. we've already got Mysterio yeah, and Vulture yeah. in th- the MCU. I think as well, um, Craven the Hunter does lead himself to a more darker rating, so yeah. it's seeming, that's why that Venomverse sort of makes sense. But I think um, the, 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 there's so many good Spider-Man villains that it doesn't matter yeah. that we're only getting halfy-halfy. Exactly, because you there's can There's still plenty it, of yeah. great stuff. Which we're not going to see Morbius in the MCU, but... We've already seen Mysterio. Exactly. That's great. That's really cool. And, like, that's what I've uh, enjoyed about it. Now, with Craven the Hunter, there's two different versions. Um, so, so I tried to balance it between the two. Because um, in the Ultimate Comics, he's Australian. And he's a reality star in a way. He's sort of like... That's not cra- the one I've got He's for. Craven the Hunter, but he, he like... Um, so, he'll hunt all these different animals and have a reality show. Awful. And it, no, it's trust me. It gets really, it sounds no, awful. No, it's it's quite it's quite good because he tries the whole thing of him trying to hunt the spider. Um, you know, he's trying to hunt Spider Man, and he he loses his show because of it. And that's when he turns into the Craven, you know, from the comics. Uh, and that's when he sort of loses it. And I think it's a better modern way of doing it. It's almost sort of like a, a twist on the Steve Irwin kind of thing. Yeah. But I do like original... Uh, I've not Craven. read any of that, so I've been... My, my, my choice do, is inspired by the classic... I do like the, ori- I li- I like the original Craven as well, who's like, uh, I think, Russian or, you know, Eastern European. And it's yeah. Sort of that. Um, that thing. The only worry with that is that if you get an American to do the accent, it might seem a bit... Either like uh, what's the word to say like contrived? No, that like offensive to oh, okay, people right. from that people from that country. Yeah, or yeah. Or it might become a Elizabeth Olsen wonder situation where the accent gets lost. Yes. Um, after a couple of movies, but if they're not in that much movies, it's okay. So I've sort of gone for a character that could do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but who's your pick first? Then? Well, Craven is older. Than Spider-Man, yeah. so I, I, I actually, I thought this was going to be an easy choice for me, but then I went too old. My initial thought was Ian McShane. Oh yeah, because he's got the look, yeah. he's got the acting chops that I think he could be a great Craven. But he's seventy-six. Yeah, that is a bit too, and he's got and, to be like brawling, being able to. Hunt, yeah, but yeah. and I, I, I don't. Unless there's some kind of CGI magic, I yeah. just don't... I think Ian McShane... Could you imagine, like, David, 20 years yeah. ago would have been would a have no perfect Craven. Yeah. So I, I I thought about it and thought about it, and, and I, I do keep going back to the same actors. 
I think Kiefer Sutherland, the, yeah. the the voice would be great for Craven and put a kind of like a Diablo tash on him. He, he would have the right look. Yeah. And I th- yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. I'm actually quite pleased with that choice. I, I've gone for another throwback, really. I've gone for Joe Man- Mangaleno. Okay. And he played, because this is really funny, because he played Flash Thompson in the original Load of Spider-Man things. Right. But, um... Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be spa- nearly replaced Tobey Maguire in the second film when he demanded more money. Oh, okay. So we nearly had Jake Gyllenhaal as Spider-Man, and I think that Joe Mangalena, that would be a fun little, you know, callback. <laughs> I was going to say Jason Momoa because of, um, like, Tom Holland on a press conference has talked about how great he would be as, and he would be exceptional as Craven the Hunter. Like, seeing images from him from Game of Thrones, mm. I could totally see that sort of barbaric, but still I being able to... think he's too hot. In all seriousness, I think he's too... I think they're... Shiny? I think they could... No, they can easily change that, like, a bit of, like, you know, bit of makeup, bit of CGI. Maybe. Make yeah, more. maybe. I think he would have been perfect, but then Aquaman's been quite successful, so I think he's going to be busy with that. And, it, um, and, and, and you know, a Spider-Man baddie compared to a DC yeah. A-lister character. Which it's whether or not right. he wants the part, isn't it? The thing it? is, as well, with Jer... I'm just going to say Joe um, instead of butchering his last name again. Jason Momoa. No, Joe Mangalena. Oh, Joe Mangalena. Right, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is with him, yes, he's deaf, he's Deathstroke. But that, again, like you say, it's a villain. It's another villain rather than... Um, yeah. And people have played two villains before, like, you know, Josh Brolin did... Um, well, it wasn't a villain, did uh, Cable and did Thanos. And that was a... You know, that's an easy manageable yeah. thing because you won't be required as often. So I think that's why I've gone for Craven the hunter and that thing of he could do either one he could do the reality star one mm. or he could do reality star one turned into ah crazy man or he can do the crazy man from the start he can do either or mm. both so i think um that's why i went for yeah i'm fine um who have you got up next? My, my last one that i actually fan casted was uh, sandman but i've put a question mark by that anyway because we've got magnum coming up in um in the, the, the in Far From Home, yeah, who it isn't Sandman, but it is very similar to Sandman, Sand, yeah, because they've gone for the elemental, elemental. Yeah. So it's not Sandman because when I first saw the the, the Far From Home trailer, I thought I Sandman, Sandman was in it, and but it's were, not Sandman; it's Magnum. They were gonna, they were thinking about just turning Magnum into Sandman or doing like an yeah. album sort of thing, weren't they? Yeah. Well? So, we're, so what if that's a, the case, we've already got ha- Thomas Hayden Church, and they were gonna have like Hydro Man as well as, um, yeah, maybe as Sandman as well. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's not Hydro Man no. in, in in the film, um, and and in the comic books, Sandman is very very chinny. He's got a big chin. Oh, I know who you're going for. You know what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. He's got a big chin. He's very oh butch and stro- He's he's very kind of macho gym kind of guy, gym uh, goer kind of guy. Yeah. So big chin, big muscles. Who better than Ron Perlman? Of course. <laughs> Oh, he is the chinniest actor there is. Chin, chins for days. Chinzilla. Chin chinnery. Chin chin. I, I was quite. I, was, I, I, look, I was looking at images of Sandman in the comics. And I was like, who looks like Ron Perlman? Looks like that. Ron Perlman with his chin. It's one of them as well. Sandman's become a hero, like in the comics. He's like he's, like, he's been a member of the Avengers. He has. So it's one of them. I, where, I, like, I read it at the time when um, when he joined the Avengers. I was like, but it's Sandman. He's a baddie. I've gone so for my Sandman. I've gone for a pairing with Rhino as well because I saw a okay. couple of people mention this. 
Uh, for Sandman, I've gone for Wentworth Miller, who played Captain Cold in The Flash. In oh, Wentworth Indian. Miller's so beautiful. And for Rhino, I've gone for Dominic uh, Percral. You know the guy who Dominic plays. Purcell? Yeah, yeah, who plays. So them two... He's a different a, kind of hot. Them two as a pair on a team, because a lot of people had Dominic for their Sandman. Yeah, I think... Also, people had Dominic for Rhino as well. So I was like, right, have Dominic as Rhino and have Wentworth Miller as them. Because I'd love to see them two together in a team. Yeah, Wentworth Miller's too pretty for Sandman. Sandman needs to be chinny. No, but the thing is, Sandman can be, you know, it's that thing of, I like, I like, I'd like the dynamic between them. But I also like that, like we said with Doc Ock, that human side of Sandman, like when he's awake, when he's not sand... He's, you know, being able to reflect and stuff. Wentworth Will has done done some beautiful stuff. He's a great actor. He's done some beautiful stuff on Legends of Tomorrow as well, like the dramatic side as well as being that Captain Cold. I mean, I I know him from Prison Break. Yeah, yeah, because that's where them two two went there. And then they went, so it'd be nice that bringing them together. Mm. So I couldn't cast one without casting the other. So I brought Wentworth Miller along and I was like, yeah, you can be my friend. So beautiful. And I thought that would oh. make you happy as well. He's a pretty, pretty man. He's not chinny enough for some man, though. No. So, um, other people have come for... So, with the recent video game coming out, Mr. Negative was part of the Sinister Six. And I think it would be cool to see Mr. Negative in cinema. Mm. Um, but maybe not... I always thought it would have been great to see him in an Iron Fist film or, like, a Doctor... Maybe a Doctor Strange thing. Um, okay. But, you know, well, you ain't gonna see Iron Fist, don't you? He's also a um, well. That's the thing. If we maybe reintroduce Iron Fist in Doctor Strange and then do something there, and you know, there's ways around it. But I think we're Mr. If Mr. Negative ever pops up in a way, and it'd be really cool to see because the vision, visionary stuff they did in the film was exceptional. Like it was all beautiful, um, and that whole thing of like going into his backstory and yeah, yeah. What's happening into this heritage and this crazy world. Um, I did have Randall Park. But he was in Ant-Man and the Wasp, and he was quite a comedic character in that, so I can't really see that. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go go out and say, it. Ken Watanabe for Mr. Negative. I mean, <laughs> it's just you it's do you do like it. your community though. It's just, yeah, it's just got to be, and do you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, Ken Watanabe for um, Mr. Negative. That's the one if you're going to have him. Uh, Lizard, I've cast a lizard as well. Um, this guy I picked. Mainly because he looks exactly like the lizard we had in um, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. But I've gone for Stephen Merchant, you know, from... Uh, Stephen Merchant! For the lizard. I think he would be a quite good, really good Kurt Connors and then turn into a thing. We and saw he, him. he was great he was in great Logan. Logan. yeah. Oh, he was um, a revelation. So I thought that would be good. Now, I think I'm going to have a goblin in my Sinister Six. Okay. And I'm debating between Green Goblin and Hobgoblin because what I was thinking was... If you have Green Goblin, you sort of have to introduce Harry Osborn. Mm. But Harry Osborn is the best friend of Peter Parker, but he's getting he'd get overshined by another best friend, which is Ned Leeds. And Ned Leeds in the comics turns into Hobgoblin. But I thought it'd be uh, interesting okay. to maybe have him as Ned Leeds Junior and have a Ned Leeds Senior who does become the Hobgoblin and then, uh, okay. and then they can do Harry Osborn like goblin stories with Ned and yeah, yeah, that yeah. way. And I've chosen Jason Scott Lee, who played Bruce Lee and is gonna be in Mulan twenty twenty, so he's got some deals with Disney. Yeah, yeah. And with this, it was very hard to find uh, a Ned Leeds dad. So I looked for because the actor who plays him, um Jacob Bateman, he's Hawaiian descent, so I looked for Hawaiian right. actors, and that's why I went for Jason Scott Lee. Okay. Um, but if they do want to introduce um, 
the Osbournes. I've gone for someone who I think would play a really good dad who's just, you know, disappointed with his son and would also be sort of someone Aunt May wouldn't really get on with and say, I don't really want you to hang with. And he's someone who's already played a dad before. Go and on. it's Jason Isaac who played um, Malfoy's dad. Oh. Draco Malfoy's dad. Oh, he was great as Lucius and Malfoy. And he was also oh, exceptional. He was mean. He was exceptional in Peter Pan as well because he played, you know, Captain Hook and the dad then. So I think mm. that'd be he'd be a really cool goblin to be like he'd master Norman Osborn as well I as think the Green y- Goblin. That's a nice choice. That, that transition. Um, that's a nice choice. Yeah. So should we? I reckon because I've thrown so many characters out there should we form our own sinister six with the pair of us okay because i've got so many well, characters so i'm, I'm quite the ones i'm quite passionate about right but we'll keep the vulture, vulture which is michael keaton yeah and we'll keep mysterio, mysterio which is jake gillenall we need to Scorpion. add four more so maybe if we take it in turns to add our two favorite choices yeah i think if we put scorpion in as well because he's been introduced oh okay so we'll keep scorpion so so do you want two and i have one there's only the the, the let's, two that let's, I'm particularly have, let's have one each. One each. Sort of like have a vote for. So, that, what are the two you're passionate about? I'm quite passionate about my choice for Sandman and my cho- choice for Craven. Kiefer Sutherland for Craven and Ron Perlman for Sandman. So let's let's put Craven in the team. Okay, so Kiefer Sutherland is playing Craven. Um, oh, I mean, just like as our team. So my choices for my Sinister Six will still be with this team, just the characters we're choosing. Oh, okay, sorry, right. Um, yeah, I still want to put Craven in, because I want yeah, to see Craven, I think Craven in a film. for sure. I want to see... Um, but again, with the caveat that we get a Craven film before we get the Sinister yeah, Six. Yeah, let's put... Ooh. I think... Should we should we agree that our mutual choice is Doc Ock because we both Doc thought Ock. that he was the leader? Yeah, yeah. Doc Ock. So you've got what you've got your pick for Doc the final Ock is member. The leader, I'd say Electro, and let's say that this is the first this is the first draft of the team, and that I reckon they go against they go against like a Norman Osborn or they go against someone, and that's why Peter has to go against him. You know, similar no. how they did in the video game. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe have Norman work with him future, or maybe even have someone like a Wilson Fisk. Yeah. So these six are the core members, but then these other villains work with him. And like, I'll be very cross if Wilson Fisk isn't the guy that played him in yeah, Daredevil, Vincent though. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah, it's got to be him. And he's like a movie star as well. He's been in like... Um, Jurassic World, so I can see him in it. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's our course in this six. Now, to be honest, that's a pretty six in this six. Yeah, we, we got go, this. If we got to see that in film, I would definitely lose it. But yeah, that's. That's exceptional. But tell us what you think. Who yeah. would you want in your Sinister Six? Do you want the classic? Do you yeah. want to mix it up? What Do you want to get rid of Mysterio and Vulture, even though they're yeah. established characters? What, what is your Sinister Six, and who would you pl- play them? Exactly. Let us know in our Facebook discussion group. We'll get a thread going, but we want you to you know, throw it all in there. Just talk to us. We like, yeah. we like to we've chat. Also, we've also got Twitter as well. So Facebook group and Twitter, you know, just search us there. And, yeah, let's keep this conversation rolling and get geeky. But yeah, I'm really happy about this because it just gets me talking more about Spidey. And, and if if this is out around the time, it pro- well it will be summertime anyway. Go watch at, go watch Far From Home as well. Yeah, talk to us about Far From Home. Yeah, um, but that was am, fancast I am from Far From Home. Right, you now. are Far From Home right now. But yeah. that was fancast for fancast. the Sinister Six. Hi. This is Mark, one of your co-hosts for Geek of the Week on Fab Radio. 
when I'm not reading comics, or talking about comics on the radio, I'm a humanist wedding celebrant. Humanists are people who don't have any religious faith and live life ethically, logically and to the absolute full because we believe that this is the only life we have. A celebrant is someone who can perform a non-religious wedding ceremony. I am accredited by Humanism UK and specialise in writing and presenting bespoke wedding ceremonies to suit any couple. If you want a completely unique wedding tailored to you and your partner that will make your special day even more perfect, then a humanist ceremony conducted by me is what you're looking for. I can cater for any ceremony that you might want, from a traditional style, to a wedding on a clifftop, to a wedding as far out and geeky as you can possibly imagine. For more information, visit my website, humanist.org.uk forward slash Mark Adams or email me on mark.adams at humanistceremonies.org.uk Quote Geek of the Week FAB for a 10% discount on my usual fee. Music by audionautics.com Time for this. That's right, it's time for Pull or Pass. And I've got three choices this week. They are Psylords, Warlord of Mars Attacks, and Usagi Yojimbo Bunraku. And at this point, I just want to point out that Port or Pass is sponsored by Travelling Man. They've got places in Manchester, in York, in Leeds, and in Newcastle. And until the end of June, they have two for one on C7 Manga and first, second graphic novels. Remember, Travelling Man have sponsored us since Free Comic Book Month. They always do us a solid, and they are brilliant. They are a comic book shop that cares i've got my pull at traveling man in manchester and check them out if you live in any of those cities pull up is the part of the show where we look at three comic books that have been released this week always on a wednesday new comic book day is a wednesday so earlier this week i picked those three books and i look at them and i decide whether or not i would like to add them to my pull what is your pull i hear you ask and if this is your first time listening then I'm going to explain that to you. If it's like your potentially 36th time listening, you know, but I'll be quick. Pull is essentially a casual subscription service at your local comic book store. You don't need to give them a direct debit. You don't need to commit as much as perhaps if you were subscribing for a delivery service. And you give them a list of the comic books that you like, that you want them to keep each book back for them and when you bob in you say what have you got my pull and they show you what you've got you can go in once a month and get a big pile of comics or you can go in every week and your pull is always ready behind the behind the counter and it means that you don't miss an issue of your favorite comic book first up this week i looked at the warlord of mars attacks and, yeah, there's a, there's a guy in it called John Carter. He is the Warlord of Mars, apparently. Yeah, I'd never heard of him. And um, 
yeah, he, he was fine. Perhaps a little shallow, perhaps a little bit, maybe a bit tropey. But um, as, as a first introduction to him, it wasn't, well, it wasn't, there wasn't enough for me to really give a good judgment. Um, there was quite a lot of fun with the translation of the Mars attacks, the dab, 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 that they did in the film. And But what bothered me is they, they, they didn't all just go dab, dab, dab. They had different kind of language to the film. And that annoyed me more than perhaps it, it should have done. Um, but the translation of it was very funny because it was phrased in the way the... Um, the translation machine in the film would have done we are your friends that kind of thing and and um the, it really did seem to capture the vibe of the mars attacks film I, I i thought it was encapsulated very well with some of the more ridiculous stuff like um the, the a guy called ramon just ending up in nasa because he blagged a ticket, and the, the 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 plot was very kind of Mars Attacks, and I liked how it got the Mars Attacks vibe. But the thing is, I liked Mars Attacks, but I've no idea who the Warlord of Mars is, and I think I'd like to read more Mars Attacks comics because I felt they got the like I said they got the vibe right, but not this one because it's a crossover and it's a crossover with someone I'm not that into. So that one is unfortunately a pass. Next up, I looked at Psy Lords, and this was my kind of thing weird, quite dark sci fi. And the artwork was something very, very special. There was a particular double page spread where a fight scene with four different colours to represent the four different heroes. And it was so, so beautiful. And, yeah, it was... Yeah, it, it's looking like it's something special. But for me, what really I couldn't forgive was it was uh, it was advertised as Psylords, and just after the centre pages, it finished. And then it was something else completely different, which I didn't even bother to read, and lots of adverts. I don't want half a comic. I don't want half of what I'm promised without even even something saying that the, that there's going to be another story of another franchise in there. I, I, I didn't like it. It annoyed me. And I liked what I saw of Psylords, but I didn't see very much of Psylords. And if they're going to cut it in half every single week, I'll be paying for essentially half of what I want to read. Um, so it's kind of a, a bit of a tantrum pass on that one. So... I, I, I don't care, I can say what I like. And yeah, massive tantrum, it really... The, the new comic book day, um, free comic book day stuff, where they did, like, halved comics, I didn't like it. And I've never liked it. I, if I buy a title, I buy it for a specific title. And, yeah, not for me, when you cut your comic book in half. Which is a shame, because... I, I, I did think that Psylords had got something that I'd have been interested in otherwise. And third and finally, I looked at Usagi Yojimbo Bunraku. And I didn't like the art. <laughs> I'm being such a negative Nancy and it's really bothering me. I, I just I picked three books that I thought I, would, I might like. And maybe, maybe I'm in a funny mood. But I, I, the, the art, it felt like... Felt like a kids comic, like a like the Beano or or the Phoenix or something like that. And it, it was not that it wasn't good kids art, but 
I was, I don't know, because it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchise, I was expecting something a bit more gory, a bit more graphic. One thing it did get right, though, was a depiction of um, a stylized samurai sword attack that it felt very cinematic and it captured that very well. So that's kind of like, an op- it's not like, um, it's not all bad. And like, like I say, it was very good children's art. And that really surprised me, the cinematic sword attack that they managed to incorporate in. That was cool. Uh, the storyline wasn't what I expected, but it was actually well written. And I, I didn't hate it. But I, I genuinely have no desire to read any more. And um, that's a bit of a shame, really, because it's three passes. And I didn't... I don't think I've ever had three passes. <sighs> I guess that sometimes happens. Well, I've just said I haven't had it before, and then I said that sometimes happens. Uh, monologuing is hard. I miss you, Fraser. So, yeah... That was pull up pass for this week. It was a bit of it was a bit of a, a glum one, I'm afraid. I didn't like anything. And that is all we've got time for on this very kind of cobbled together version of Geek of the Week. I've done the I've done the best I can and I just wanted to get an episode out there. I hope you've enjoyed it anyway. I've had a fab time in a way. Sat in my onesie in my living room. I hope you have too, and I'll see you next week on Geek of the Week. Great Scots! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.